morning, Brian. How are you? John, good morning. I am great. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Yes, sir. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Chapter Genesis chapter 5. That's right. The descendants of Adam. Good. Good, good. It's a... I see you on the chat board here. Good morning, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Got to get it going. Saying hi to you. Saying hi to each other. (laughs) Man, these are... I love these early mornings. This is good. Yeah. Starts the day. Starts the day with the word. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, let's get right into it, huh? Yeah, do you... uh, I'll pray. Yep, go ahead. Let's pray. Yeah, dear Lord, thanks for bringing us together, and uh, we we pray to have a, a an amazing day and an amazing morning, and keep us safe, and look over our families, and um, give us courage and strength, and uh, we we love you, we appreciate everything, and um, amen. Amen. Good. All right. Well, first of all, yeah, this weekend I am so pumped for the Donnie Schenkel and oh, John North. Yeah. Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Freedom weightlifting. A few more days. I'm yep. gonna uh post the picture of Rod and Llama. Uh the the, uh, the the gym owners uh with like thirty cases of energy drinks at Costco. Oh my, <laughs> so, like, oh my he's ready. He's ready. They're 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 ready, so um but yeah, let's Sweet. get into it. So chapter yep. five. Genesis five, the descendants of Adam. Let's All go. All right, let me pull up my Mm-hmm. Let me pull up my If you uh, if you're listening, get your Bible out. Read along with us. This is what it's about. Get your eyes on the Bible. It's always good to get your to not just hear it, but get your eyes on the word. Mm-hmm. It does something to you. So All right, I'm ready if you ready? are, yeah. All right, yeah. Verse one. Chapter 5, verse 1, Genesis. The descendants of Adam. This is the written account of the descendants of Adam when God created human beings. He made them to be like himself. He created them male and female, and he blessed them and he called them human. When Adam was 130 years old, he became the father of a son who was just like him in his very image. He named him Seth. He named his son Seth. After the birth of Seth, Adam lived another 800 years. And he had another, he had other sons and daughters. Adam lived 930 years and then he died. When Seth was 105 years old, he became the father of Enosh. And after the birth of Enosh, Seth lived another 807 years. And he had other sons and daughters. Seth lived 912 years, and then he died. When Enosh was 90 years old, he became the father of Kenan. And after the birth of Kenan, Enosh lived another 815 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Enosh lived 905 years, and then he died. When Kenan was 70 years old, he became the father of Mahalalel. And after the birth of Mahalalel, Kenan lived another 840 years, and he had another. He had other sons and daughters. Kenan lived 910 years, and then he died. When Mahalalel was 65 years old, he became the father of Jared. And after the birth of Jared, Mahalalel lived another 830 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Mahalalel lived 895 years, and then he died. When Jared was 160 years old, he became the father of Enoch, the birth of Enoch. Jared lived another 800 years, and he had other sons and daughters. Jared lived 962 years, and then he died. When Enoch was 65 years old, he became the father of Methuselah. Enoch lived in close fellowship with God for another 300 years. And he had other sons and daughters. Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. And then one day he he disappeared, because God took him. When Methuselah was 187 years old, he became the father of Lamech. And after the birth of Lamech, Methuselah lived another 782 years. 
and he had other sons and daughters. Methuselah lived 969 years, and then he died. When Lamech was 182 years old, he became the father of a son. Lamech named him son Noah, for he said, May he bring us relief from our work and the painful labor of farming this ground that the Lord had cursed. And after the birth of Noah, Lamech lived 595 years, and he had other sons and daughters. So Lamech lived 770 years, and then he died. And after Noah was 500 years old, he became the father of Shem, Ham, and Japheth. So Noah on the scene. Yeah. He's a... Thank God for Noah and, 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 and being obedient. So this is the, uh, you know, and the Jewish people were were big time. Um, they really cataloged all the, the genealogy, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it was in, important back then to know who your father is. And just like, you know, we have, um, we have some of that today. But back then, it was big, big time important, you know. Eventually, to keep the bloodline, who eventually the bloodline will show up, and and you know that's what proves out that Jesus was from, um, you know, and what bloodline he came from. Mm-hmm. So the next few chapters, we'll, we'll find out a lot about that. You know, when I before I started um, reading the Bible and. You know, before I became a Christian, you know, years ago, I, I didn't realize people lived so long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, 905 years and 800 years. And, you know, we're going to learn why we don't live as long anymore. But yep. it, 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 it really makes you... It puts your life in perspective on how we're not here that long, you know, and that's why we got to love people and Absolutely. cherish people and be happy. And, um, it's, you know, it's all about friends and family and not being stressed and mad and frustrated. And it's just, yeah, you know, we're not, you know, we, we, we read the Bible and we see how long people lived and it's, it's, we're, we're, not, we're not here long. We're really not, right? James, uh, in, in the book of James, it says that we're, our life is literally just a vapor. Yeah. Just just a, a cloud of smoke, almost. Yeah. But man, Methuselah here lives 969 years. Longest recorded person. Mm-hmm. Jared, 962 years. That's a long time. That's a long Imagine. time, yeah. Being on the earth for 900 years. That's a long years. time, yeah. Well, you know, you is, it, America has been here for, what, 250? <laughs> I, know. <laughs> so we think, I know. We think it's so old, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a blip. Yeah. Yeah, and, that's, I and I think that's why you have to think about eternal life, you know. You have to think about heaven and, you know, because, you know, we're here for, we're as, we're, it's like vapor here. And it's true. we get caught up in wanting that new car or, you know, all the materialistic things in life. And boy, no kidding. It's like, man, you're, you're here for a split second, man. Let's love everybody and, um, and walk with God and spread the word and then literally have eternal life yeah. uh, after we go away from this, this planet. So it just puts it in perspective, man. It really does. It really does. That if you think that way, if you can, you can think just about yourself and about your new car and about getting ahead of everybody else and yeah. stomping on, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's that's terrible when you change your perspective and you look at yes. things above. Yes, that's it right there. When you look at things above, it's everything kind of begins to you realize, oh, people matter. Mm-hmm. You know, family matters. Yeah, you see these workaholics that just, they're never there for their kids, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just working, 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 and, and I'm not saying not to work hard, 
not to hustle, right. not to get up and slam an energy drink and attack the day. Come on, baby. I, of course I believe in that. That's but missing the kids' ball games and not being there for parties and not being home for family dinners most mm-hmm. of the time and, and constantly traveling away from home. I, I have friends that barely know their parents because yeah. their parents are traveling and doing this and going to conferences and they're just constantly working. Why? Quit your job and work at McDonald's. I'm serious. Oh, you're, you're, you're here for a split second and you have kids. You have a family. Absolutely, you're right. And, and what are you even working for? Mm-hmm. What's the point? What, what, if, if, you're, if you're not next, if, around your kids and you're not spending quality time with your family, what is the point of working hard? Yeah. I don't understand. Why not just get a nine-to-five job working at Dick's Sporting Goods you know, downgrade your life tremendously, but be home for family dinner. Be home for the weekends. That's what matters. That's the that's the rich man, right? I mean, you, you work you you work your tail off, Brian, and then you die. Well, okay. Uh, Sorry, I, I digress. No, no, you that. Hey, that's a great that's a great rant. Are you kidding me? That's what need, that's what's needed. That's what's needed. Look, we we live in a society that. That's pushing that. It's pushing that on TV, everywhere. You know, get rich, get more, get more. Go out there, hustle, hustle, hustle. And that's good to hustle. But we're only here for a moment. And that moment, if you know, when you, if you forget your friends and family, your kids. Man, yeah. that's a great point. Valid yeah. point. Um, something Valid. else too. It says. Uh you know, in here in chapter 5 in Genesis that you just read, Brian, verse 2, it says, He created the male and female, and he blessed them and called them yes. human. You know, so we're all blessed as humans. That's right. We are blessed. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and in, and in that blessing was everything we need. Mm-hmm. Interesting that he only he used male and female. It's a big topic nowadays. Oh, well, not a big topic if you're biblical. Right. You know, right. If you get sucked into the the worldview, that's a big topic. Yeah, and then in the the King James, it says that he blessed them and called their name Adam. Hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, I love that it says, too, blessed, because... We have a tendency to, I think some humans only, only, uh, they only look at the bad sometimes and the negative and, um, I don't think we realize how blessed we are even with bad things happening right around us or to us. It's like uh, a bad, something bad completely eliminates all of the good. Oh, I don't believe in God because this bad thing happened or my sister died of cancer and she was a great person. I don't believe in God. Why would he do that? It's like, well, but, but you're, you're missing the thousands of blessings in your life that you're just now blinded to Yeah. out of yeah. a looking glass of negativity. Oh, man. That's so well said. I heard, I heard, I heard this, this. I can't take credit for this. But, you know, if, let's say you, you, you break a toe. You break a toe. And it's painful, it's hurting for days, and you're complaining, complaining, complaining about that toe. But what you forget is the million things that your body is doing correctly, and then the million things that are happening perfectly in your blood system and in your nervous system. But we focus on the one thing that is hurting, it's the toe, mm-hmm. and not the blessing of your perfectly working body. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's that mm-hmm. one little thing in our life sometimes that just sticks its head up, and that's all we can focus on. And the enemy, for sure, continues to want to to bring you down with that one thing. Yeah, right. But we are blessed, very, very well. We're blessed big time, and that's the you know the, that's the, the the lifestyle that you have to think about. You know, it's not just money, it's not just fortune, mm-hmm. it's not just fame. It's you. It's your. It's it's people. It's, you have a roof over your head. 
you know, God's providing all the things that you need, mm. you know? You know, for room two to room one, you like you always <laughs> say, that's a blessing. Mm. You're, you're going up in your life, whether it's incremental or it's it's a big leaps. It doesn't matter. You know, you yeah. have a path. You have a path, and you have to focus on the fact that you're blessed. That's a great point. Absolutely. Beautiful point. Beautiful. Uh, my last on this, and of course we can talk for, for hours on this chapter, but we'll, we'll keep a steady pace going. But chapter, uh, verse 21, uh, I'm sorry, uh, verse 24, Genesis 5, 24. Enoch, yeah. Um, or I should say 23. Enoch lived 365 years, walking in close fellowship with God. Then one day he disappeared. God took him. Can we talk about this? King James, what does it say on that? Does it say disappeared? Sometimes, I mean, should we just switch to the King James? We, right? yeah, we can, sure. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, well, I just like, uh, sometimes I look at it. It's, um, it says, all the days of Enoch were 365. And he walked with God, and he was not, for God took him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's, it's similar. So, it's, did, he, did he just die? And that is just another way of God saying that. It's like uh, Moses. Moses died. God took him. But anybody that dies, that, you know, God is going to take. Mm-hmm. I mean, not everybody. Well, not everybody. Un- unfortunately, but... Mm-hmm. Why is it, why does God want to say, why is God saying it like this? I feel like he's I making a statement here on, mm-hmm. not a, uh, maybe that's the wrong term, a statement, but maybe, I think he's making a point that he took, he took, he doesn't say this about anybody else. It's interesting. Absolutely, I think so. I think it's a, it's specific here that I think he didn't die. I don't think Enoch died. It doesn't mm. say he died. Mm. Everything else it says. Look all around this 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 verse. Everyone died. Jared he died. It says Methuselah he died. Lamech he died. But it never says that Enoch died. That God took him or raptured him up, right? Mm. plucked him out of the earth. There are, in the book of Revelation, there are two witnesses. Mm. Where two people come back to do the work of God. And I, I firmly believe that Enoch is one of them. Yeah. The other, the other one, there's another guy that God took, Elisha. He did the same thing. He was a prophet, and God took him up in a whirlwind, right? That's what the scripture says. And a, a chariot came down and picked him up and took him off. So that's two people that God took out of the earth who never died. So, right, right, right. So I, I firmly believe Enoch and Elisha will be the two uh, candlesticks, is what the book of Revelation calls them in the Old Testament. I mean, in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but look, he walked close. Interesting how he walked closely yeah. for 365 years. Mm. It's just an interesting number. That's how many days we have every year, you know? Yeah, and Enoch's not talked about a lot in the uh, in the church and in the Bible and or not, among, not amongst people. You know, you, don't, you just don't hear that name. If there's, if there's someone listening right now and they're like, I'm going to go through this, the Bible with, with Brian and John here. They're probably saying, I've never heard of Enoch. I've heard of Moses. You know, I've heard of Noah. Mm-hmm. Right? I can go on. But, you know, Enoch walked with God. And he yeah. was taken. He did not die. That's interesting. Uh, God is almighty. God is good, baby. Yes, he is. You know? He does what he wants. Windows, yeah, AC exactly. AC up, windows down. Exactly. AC up, windows down. I'm going to go grab another coffee before I read six. Yeah, do it. Is six the one that is, uh, or is that nine, the one six. where it gets crazy? Is this? Oh, you're gonna you're gonna have me do six, aren't you? Are we gonna six even days. have time to get to six? <laughs> we might have to do a part two on six. Uh-huh. No, we'll let, see. let me go get a coffee. Hold on. Yeah.
Yep. So yeah, a lot of old old history here. You know, Adam lived 930 years. Seth living 912 years. Enoch 905. Right. I was just I was just saying a few you know a few of these ages, John. People lived a long time. Yeah, yeah, they did a long time. So, but you know, the earth after the flood, the earth changed. Yes, Sin it did. Changed everything. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, let's do it. All right, six is a is a great one. Okay, Genesis chapter six. As we're moving along here in God's word. Uh, a world gone wrong. Then the people began to multiply on the earth, and daughters were born to them. The sons of God saw the beautiful women and took any they wanted as their wives. Then the Lord said, My spirit will not put up with humans for such a long time, for they are only moral flesh. In the future, their normal lifespan will be no more than 120 years. In those days, and for some time after, giant Nephilites Nephilites lived on earth. For whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became their heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. The Lord observed the extent of human wickedness on earth and saw that everything they thought or imagined was constantly and totally evil. So the Lord was sorry he had ever made them and put them on the earth. It broke his heart. And the Lord said, I will wipe the human race I have created from the face of the earth. Yes, and I will destroy everything living thing. I'm sorry, I will destroy every living thing, all the people, the large animals, the small animals that scurry along the ground, and even the birds of the sky. I am sorry I made them, but Noah found favor with the Lord. The story of Noah. This is the account of Noah and his family. Noah is a righteous man, the only blameless person living on earth at the time. And he walked in close fellowship with God. Noah was the father of three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jephthah. Now God saw that the earth had become corrupt and was filled with violence. God observed all his corruption in the world, all this corruption in the world, for everyone on earth was corrupt. Charlie, get down. My cat. Yep. So For those God, who don't have a video. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry a, cat. a big giant cat tail in them. <laughs> so God said to Noah, I've decided to destroy all living creatures, for they have filled the earth with violence. Yes, I will wipe them all out along with the earth. Build a large boat from cypress wood and waterproof it with tar inside and out. They construct decks and stalls throughout its interior. Make, it about, make the boat about 450 feet long, 70 feet wide, and 45 feet high. Leave an 18-inch opening below the roof all the way around the boat. Put the door on the side and build three decks inside the boat, lower, middle, and upper. Look, I'm about to cover the earth with a flood that will destroy every living thing that breathes. Everything on this, will, on this earth will die but I will confirm my covenant with you. So enter the boat, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring a pair of every kind of animal, a male and a female, into the boat with you to keep them alive during the flood. Pairs of every kind of bird and every kind of animal and every kind of small animal that scurries along the ground will come to you and keep and be kept alive. And be sure to, to be taken on board enough food for you and your families and for all the animals. So Noah did everything exactly as God had commanded. Chapter 7, the flood covers the earth. 
When everything was ready, the Lord said, "Now, just kidding. I kept going, baby. Let's go. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There's chapter six. Let's see the time yeah, check right here on. on the podcast. We're 25 minutes in, 6.30. All right. We got like a solid 20 minutes to talk about this. All right. So the people gone wrong, the, the world gone wrong. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Um, interesting take here. It says the sons of God saw the beautiful women and took and took any they wanted and made them their wives. Now I don't think this is talking about the King you know, the King James says other scriptures say the daughter uh the the sons of God. So that's that's not just humans. In the te- in the original text it says it's Benai Elohim, which are you know Elohim are the God class of beings, right? You know, Elohim, Yahweh is uh, is what God's referred to. So these aren't just any human. This is a special, a special person, special people, which I believe are, you know, as as, as the tradition, the traditional traditional um, a way a way to say it is the fallen angels, right? The fallen angels came down, or these beings that God God made came down, saw women. And saw they were good, and, and took them as women, as wives, and had had kids. Yeah. Um, and then those those became the mighty heroes, which I think are 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 the the, the Greek the Greek uh, the the Greek heroes. You know, I think that's one of the ones written about them: the the, the Hercules, the Zeus, you know, all these people. You know, did they have magical powers? I don't know about that. But there were, you know, like, where did all of our, our folklore come from? Like, remember the giant folklore, Jack and the Beanstalk, and fee, fi, fo, fum, I smell the blood of an Englishman, and yeah. it's all over our history. Like, if, you, if you're listening, go on the internet and look up the history and who protected London, and how was London started. It was actually started by two giants. Their names were Gog and Magog. Hmm. And so this is, it's all throughout our history. It's everywhere. And it's all throughout the Native American uh, history. And, uh, you know, you might ask yourself, like, where are, where, where's the, the skeletons? Or where, where are the news clips? They were out there. The news clips are still on file, but they, for whatever reason. I mean, skeletons and all this, da- this, this, this evidence has been taken away. I don't know where it's been going. It's, it's well, weird. We, we, we have to understand that hell is talked about more in the Bible than heaven. Mm-hmm. That's right. And people like to pivot from that and avoid that, but you can't. Evil exists. No. The devil exists. Um, and there right. is evil things coming from, obviously, well, 100% from, Mm -hmm. uh, the devil and evil. So we just can't forget that sometimes. I think, you know, you know, and here you're saying fallen angels, right, Brian? So you're, you're saying that just like how the devil was once an angel, the most beautiful angel, so the devil is a fallen angel. So you're saying there are angels who then fall from grace and then become well, basically yeah. on the devil's side and then uh, here they were on earth and there was giants and they were having sex with women and so all of a sudden these people were being born that were uh, half, yeah. what, half human, half yeah, half evil, evil half seed. and yeah. yeah. Yeah, you say evil seed, that's a good point. You know, evil remember seed. back in Genesis 3, it says that, remember, it says, Genesis 3, um, it specifically says, when when God is talking to the woman, right, Eve, and he says, um, let me see here, he says to the woman, um, and, then, and then he talks to the serpent, he says, because you've done this, verse 15, Genesis 3, 15, he goes, I will put enmity, that's in the King James. Let me go back to the other one. 
just so it's different, the same. Uh, I will cause hostility or a, a, a contention, right? Fight between you and the woman, talking to the serpent, and between your offspring and her offspring. Well, that's an interesting comment. And God just doesn't put things in the Bible to, like, throw them around. Yeah. He's specific with words. He says, your seed, talking to the serpent, and her seed. Well, that to me says, he has seed. Whether it's his own seed, or his, or the the ones that he grouped, he grouped up together to mm-hmm. come against God. Yeah. So the seed of the serpent, you know, definitely are these, um, are these these fallen beings that came down. And think about it, if if he can, if he can thwart or 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 stop the plan of God by corrupting man's DNA and corrupting the blood, then the righteous blood of Jesus is no longer valid. Mm-hmm. So what happened what happened here? God had to stop for a moment and say, "Okay, the fl- I got to bring a flood." Because man sin is so great, it's corrupted everyone. Yeah. But one family. You know? One family and people were so bad back then from this. Yeah. Um <clears throat> yeah, it says in the future in 7 it says every in evil intention of the every Every thought and intention evil. of the heart yeah. was evil, which is bad. You know. These it's almost like bad. that today. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, well, and, and he did it. And he did it. And he did it for us. Oh yeah. I mean, of course, he saved the bloodline of Adam and Eve. Yeah. Going into, you know, in chapter five, we read all of the the bloodline there, and then going into Noah. Mm-hmm. So the bloodline of Jesus, the bloodline of us. Um. That's yeah, why we yeah. all. That's why we are all from Adam and Eve because yeah, God right. killed everybody else and kept the bloodline of us. He did it for us. Everybody listening right now, and, and I want to make that very clear, Brian. We've talked about this. Is you know, God killed people. You know, oh, if God is love. Why did He kill people? You know, yeah, <laughs> he's like hitman, right? First of all, uh, man, God is so good oh, yeah. because. He did. He he wiped these people away for us, mm-hmm. um, for to to protect us and sure. to make to to for his plan of the world, his plan of his timeline of this earth. He has a plan, and he has to finish out his plan in his covenant. You know, um, to All the right. Jews, his covenant to the Jews. That's still obviously locked solid, and is covenant to. Um, what what do we call well, it again? Definitely had, he definitely has a co- uh, covenant for the to the earth. To the earth, right? And then we remember the rain, the rainbows coming. Yeah. So, and he has his, his covenant with his his people. We're his, the, his born again people. What do we call the new? The Christians, the new covenant. Yeah. Right? We're the born again people. Born again so people. There's, an, right. there's another covenant. Right, remember Jesus. It says He brought a new, the new and living way. Right. So, what are we called though? We're not Jews. We're oh, the Gentiles. Gentiles, yeah. So now yeah. there's a covenant to the Gentiles. Yeah, I always forget that mm-hmm. word. But my point is, and, and I'm glad we're talking about this because we're he, God has covenants mm-hmm. that He ha- that He will fulfill, of course, because He said He is. And, um, and 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 so yes, God. Sometimes you know, God has to. <laughs> God, God wiped away evil for us. So when you sit here and say, oh, look at this, chapter chapter 6, God killed people. Well, first of all, God can take anybody he wants at any time. God put people here. God can take people. So your outlook of saying God is killing people, that's that's just a wrong outlook. Yep. You're looking at it in, a, in an odd way. Uh, it's not a correct way. God is not killing people. God put these people here. These people were horribly evil, and God took these people. Now, first of all, can I say something? I'm not here to judge. When he wiped everybody out with the flood, did all of those people go to, just go to hell? I, I have no idea. There, there could be a big percentage of people that, even though they were being evil, and God said, you can't be in here, in here anymore, there's probably people that he 
wiped out in the flood, Brian, that are in heaven? Absolutely. Who am I to judge? Who, why do we just assume? I've had this conversation with you before. Why do we just assume that when God takes people away from this earth, that they just automatically go to heaven? Because, I mean, these people, don't get me, uh, are Jews. Well, not yet. Well, not, they, right. well, not yet. They are, but, but not, not yet. Right. They're from that same line. From the same line. So, I mean, God has a plan for the Jews. God has a covenant for the Jews. Mm -hmm. And even though their blood might be mixed with some, an evil seed from these fallen angels and these giants, etc., don't think that God is just throwing them to the wasteland of of hell and not having them accepted into heaven. Right. Not yet. We don't know that. Right. We don't know. Even, even, yeah, even if you're doing wrong, that doesn't mean that God's, uh, you know, has just written you off. Even now. Like all these people who have died in the flood, right? We don't know how many of those were God lovers, right. believed in God, right. followed God, and they just, they weren't saved for whatever reason. We don't know that. And just like someone who dies now, and, and you know, maybe they, they tragically or or whatever, that doesn't mean that, you know, that they were the, some evil sinner and God took them. No, no, no. Right. There's still a, an evil an evil uh, Satan, an evil enemy out there with an army who tries to trip you up every day. We can't blame everything on God. That's the thing. People want to do that, right? Yeah. They want to blame every problem on God when, honestly, it's because of me right? and the right. enemy. Right. You know, Adam's the one who sinned, right? He's, right. you know, Cain, Cain's the one. Cain is the one. Cain's the one who murdered his brother. Right, right. I didn't, you know, God didn't murder Abel. Cain did. You know, the, the, we were in an age of of no accountability, right? People don't want to take accountability of their own actions, mm-hmm. but we have our own actions to take accountable for that we're accountable for. So God is here, like you said it, perfect man. You said it, perfect. God brought the flood. Or the sin came and, and the flood came to protect us. To protect us. Yes, it, it protected. I am glad that my kids, Lincoln and Liv, are on this earth without those evil seeds that were all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and God Absolutely. said, you're, you're gone. And I'm going to take you. I put you here. I'm going to take you. And God can do that. That's, that's not God. Oh, God's a murderer. He killed people. What are you talking about? He made people put him here and he can take them. Get over yourself. And also, 80% of the people that he killed in the flood are probably up in heaven right now. Going, mm-hmm. Boy, we were really dumb. <laughs> we were really dumb exactly. and we were really evil, but the Lord thanks exactly. that we've got eternal life now. And, you know, uh, all those people yeah. that are mad that you killed us, only if they knew. You know, I don't know the percentage, of course, but I'm just making the point that we just uh, we just jump to the assumption that yes, we are. If if God kills somebody, like it's like the story of when they're in the Jews are in the woods, running from Egypt, Mm -hmm. and the guy was picking up sticks on a Sunday and he wasn't supposed to. Right, we'll get there. Uh, I'm paraphrasing. God killed him. I remember reading that, being like, oh man. You know, fear the Lord. Yeah, off with your head. But we, 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 I remember I was with a friend that was just like, ah, this, this is so horrible. And like, man, like, yeah, the guy was sitting. The guy, the guy was not listening to God, but like, it wasn't that bad of a thing he was doing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, first of all, sin is death. <laughs> and I'm yes, like, second of all, why are you feeling bad for this guy? This guy could very easily, actually, I am, I would put a lot of money on it. This guy's up in heaven right now. God gave him a fist pump and said, hey, look, you weren't supposed to do that, but I, I had to make an example out of you so people can read it and understand that I'm trying to make a point here. Why do we yeah, just well, assume that guy's in hell right now? Like, why do we yeah. assume that as humans? That guy's up in heaven right now. I bet you 20 bucks. I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. You know, he, he's like, I got, look, I got to keep my word, buddy. Right, 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 right. He's like, hey, thanks for digging one for the team. But hey, hey welcome to eternal life, by the way. And the guy's like, exactly. okay. Enjoy, enjoy your mansion. Right. So, you know. so it's it's true. It's true. Let's just get this straight. I told this to William last night and the, and, the, and, the, and the man. I was like, look, guys, God is not the queen of hearts from Alice in Wonderland. Off with his head. Mm-hmm. Right? He doesn't do that. 
He's not the guy who wants to kill everybody and send them all to hell. He's not that. He's the loving father who created you. It's, it's so, and so he's not, yeah. you know, he, I, I truly believe, John, that God looks at everyone and tries to qualify them to, to, to be part of his family and covenant. Yeah. If your heart is reaching out to him somehow, somewhere, some way, I think he's trying to qualify you. He doesn't want to lose people to the enemy or for eternity. His heart cries out. It says that his eyes go to and fro among the earth, all over the earth, looking who he can bless. So his heart is toward you and me and everyone listening. God is on your side. Right, now you might right, reject him. Right. You might run from him, but his heart and his eyes are looking toward you saying, just turn to me one time and I'll, yeah. I'll show you what I got. Right. That's so well said. Yeah, yeah God, God brought the flood for us. He said, hey, mm-hmm. I got to wipe away this evil seed. God is good. That's right. Thank, thank the Lord he did that. We should be exactly. blessed every day for the flood. And people exactly. that look at the flood as a bad thing, don't. I just don't think they're. I don't think they're reading their Bible. Let's put it that way. I think. I think exactly. some human opinion guy, even maybe even a pastor somewhere, or some friends sitting around, you know, having this conversation at some party at ten o'clock at night. <laughs> you know. Yeah, God, uh, Joe, yeah, Joe, yeah, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Joe Rogan. How did how, how did God get a bunch of animals in a boat? Are you serious? That's impossible. Oh, okay, Joe. Uh, yeah. Okay, Joe. Yeah. Joe, you're human. So it's, 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 your yeah. flesh. I love how yeah, you're Joe, trying to go, figure. Go make a human. Yeah, go make a human, Joe. Uh-huh. Go start up life. Yeah, go start. <laughs> go create go the heavens and the earth. I'm, I'm sure no, God can make a boat where He puts animals in. Well, shocking, shocking. Oh, and and that's why we open the 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 Bible reading by saying, if you believe the first sentence of the Bible, you anything's possible. Like people question the weirdest things, right? How, yeah, how, how can he make a flood and put animals in a boat? Oh, but for sure he made heavens and the earth. Yeah, yeah. What? For sure. You, look, the, 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 you're right. The most shocking statement of all time is Genesis 1-1. Yeah. God crea- in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It changed everything. Yeah. You either believe that or you <laughs> go down some rabbit trail. <laughs> if you don't believe that first line, you don't believe the Bible. I mean, that's that's I mean, pretty much know. it. Maybe that's a harsh statement, but, you know, it's pretty much true. <laughs> <laughs> but thank God he saved us. Yeah. You know what? So that's, let me leave you all with this. When you look up in the sky and you see a rainbow, the first thing you should do is say, thank God for that flood. Yes. That's saved the outlook. Us that's the outlook. Yes. You know what? It's not the, oh, doom and gloom. God's just, you know. A masochist, and he's a murderer. No, he's a savior, mm. and he always he always saves. And I remember someone was arguing with me. I know we got to go, but this this conversation got brought up, and and we talked the the first the, two, the the guy that I was talking to it was an atheist, and um, the first attack he had on me was was this: God killed people th- through the flood, and I responded just like we are. Brian, just the conversation we're having right now, and you could tell he was he was flabbergasted. He was like, "Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I, actually, I could see that." Like he was actually taken back. I'm like, "Yeah, that's a it's a great thing that killing killing an evil seed and is is a good thing." And then his second thing was, uh, we'll read later in the Bible where you know God killed uh, a tons of people, uh, a people group, and I go, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" A people group that. Did A B C D E and were killing their own children and and putting them in their houses in the walls of clay buried alive uh, to, for sacrifice of their own children and putting them on burning metal irons and and basically roasting them in front of other people and you mean yep. those those people? Well, I mean yeah, they're still people. Okay, well guess what? Sin is death. And yeah, God can put those people here, and God can take those people. And if it's the betterment of the world, and um, if it's his, if it's his plan, then it's his plan. You know, those are horrible, horrible, evil people. 
Absolutely. Um, so, you know, it's just interesting how, you know, you got to put it in perspective. Well, most of those people don't, most of those people who have make those arguments don't really dig into the Bible and they don't understand the entirety of it, the, the, the plan of God. And then they look, they pick out that one part, they yeah. cherry pick, like you were talking about Sunday. And they say, because of this, God's bad. Because of this, God must be evil. Because of this, he's a tyrant. And no. No. I mean, if you, if you had a bad guy coming into your neighborhood, tearing down neighbor, neighbors, families, houses, guess what you would do? Stand up and defend. Right? And that's what God does. Yeah. Every single time. He's a lover. And a fighter if he needs to be. Absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Five and six. Uh, we're almost an hour in. We're at uh, 46 minutes. Our goal was to do it for 45. Um, two chapters. I know sometimes we want to get to three, but look, we're on five and six here. We can't, I mean, th- these are yeah. these are chapters where we could talk about, we can, t- we can continue this for four hours. Oh yeah, man. Um, we could go a lot. We could go deep into the book of Enoch and talk about the watchers and, and the fallen beings and how they all work together. But we're here. Yeah, I'm trying to we're think. Uh, yeah, we yeah we want to do more more reading and really uh, we want to get through the entire Bible with uh, under two years. So we got to keep exactly we got to exactly. keep a steady pace here. Right um, before Jesus returns. Let's just yes, say. yes. <laughs> Yes, I think that we did the math, Brian, and we're on track, by the way. We've done it every morning that we'll get through the Old Testament in a year. Yep, that's right. One year. In this pace, it's a year. Okay. One year. I think, yeah. Okay. And it was, it's okay if we pick it up, take the pace up a little bit. Of course, remember, I think there's long chapters in Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, the first yeah. five books, there's long chapters, but it shortens up later on, so. Yeah. I'm just trying to see if there's any other like last thing. Uh, um, last thing. Let's see. I was looking at. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, oh, one more thing. So he also destroyed the flood. Destroyed the animals. Mm-hmm. So I. So you have to remember. I, I. One of the things I wanted to say. I meant to say was. Like the seed of, of the enemy, he not only corrupted man, but he corrupted animals as well. Like that's where a lot of these these meat eaters and evil animals came from. You remember all these myths in in Greek, like the half the Minotaur and and, and stuff, like half um, mm-hmm. half man, half goat, and, and and half bull. Yeah, right. Half man, half bull. I think those that, those things were real. Like they weren't just myths. Now were they perfectly created? Like I don't know, but I think you have these spiritual beings who are are brilliant, right? Who have who have the mind, minds like like God, not God, of course, but they have their own skills. They have their own things. My point is, I mean, there's so much we can go into in Genesis six, but but God had to literally start over. Why did all all these animals die? Why did all of the creatures die that that, that scurry around on the ground? Because literally, the enemy came in here to destroy God's creation and to stop His plan. But just again. God had a plan to gather all these clean animals, all these unclean animals, put them on the boat with eight people, and start over. Mm-hmm. So it literally was awful. It was a scene out of, like, mm. you know, Constantine or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, too, I, I love how God uh, orchestrated it this way. You know, like we talked about the other day, where God could just snap his fingers. Yeah. So that's the thing. God... God could just snap his fingers and st- everyone's gone. Okay, the bloodline of Adam and Eve with Noah. Let's let's continue. Yeah, exactly. But he didn't. Yeah, he's, he's making not a loser. he's making a point here of the flood and the boat and the hard work and the animals and just being patient and the time it took and oh yeah, I mean. You know, so we can read this, we can study this, and we um, can learn from this. Yeah. Not um, to mention, we can we can glorify him and by saying, you are amazing, 
by continuing you know, in the midst of the worst situation had ever taken place on the earth, you were able to salvage it and make it still good and still go forward and bring about your son. So it's a it's a beautiful story. Well, and the devil and the demons and and they thought they they probably had God. They were probably like, oh, mm-hmm. God, yeah, look what we're doing. We're here. We're, we're having sex with the women, and we're, we're planting evil seeds across the world, and we're taking over. And um, God said, okay, well, you think you're smart, but guess what? Watch exactly. what I'm going to do. Exactly. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And uh, at the end of the day, magicians can try. Mm-hmm. Witch, witchcraft can try. Um, evil can try, but God always wins. But God. Next. Exactly. Chapter but six, God. but God. <laughs> That's good. But God. That's good. That was like just what we read in our Bible study last night, or, <clears throat> you know, where Moses was going back and forth to the Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. You know, this is this is God didn't have to have Moses go back and forth with the Pharaoh, and the Pharaoh has witchcraft and evil deeds, and they were like, "Oh yeah, look what we can do." And God's like, "Okay, well, this is what we can do." And this guy's mm-hmm. just going with it. You know, he's going with it to make a point, an example. And finally, God exactly. says, "Okay, enough is enough. Now I'm actually going to show you that I'm in charge of the world." Exactly. And Boom. God did what He did with the Passover. We'll get to that later, but. It's just a perfect example. God did not have to play tit for tat with the Pharaoh. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. But he's out there one-on-one on the basketball court saying, okay, I'm going to make this an example for people to learn and understand the full gravitude of yeah. what we're doing here. Exactly. You know, he said that. He said this. He goes, look, He goes, look, Pharaoh, I could have destroyed all of Egypt like that. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I didn't, and I'm showing you my mercy. That's what he literally said. Yeah. You, and you nailed it. This isn't just to just blow it out of the water. This is to show you mercy and to show everyone the power of God. Absolutely. He's got a plan. He's got a plan. Brian Nietzsche. That's it. Nietzsche, not niche. Not niche. Not niche. No, it's it's like so in the old English you you know, when you get around something you, you get near something. Right. Well the word is nigh. Nigh. Right? This is the way to think about it, nigh. You're nigh to the kitchen table so then you sneeze so you say nigh nigh that's it that's my name there it is brian nitch (laughs) all right we read chapter six we'll see you chapter seven tomorrow morning genesis god bless and uh, we'll see you then salute have a great day salute